Dr. Jordan Peterson has a powerful message for Pope Francis, but I would say a powerful message for all Catholics. How do we present the Catholic faith? Is it an option? Is it a suggestion? Or is it a challenge for discipleship? Dr. Peterson says Catholics, Pope Francis included, he'll talk about Francis's emphasis on the environment, saving the planet, is off base, and we need to be talking about the salvation of souls and the cost of discipleship. Here's an interview with EWTN's Colm Flynn, great journalist, and here's Dr. Peterson in his own words. We'll analyze what he says. Here he is. Challenging people. Definitely not, not enough, not by any stretch of the imagination. The gateway to paradise is barred by the cherubs who have swords that flame and turn every which way. What does that mean? It means it's hard to get into the club, man. Anything that isn't worthy gets cut and burned away. Well, of course, that's hell, especially if you resist it. Really. And there's no... Or purgatory, which according to Thomas Aquinas is located in the infernum. Sugarcoating that, and that is what people want anyways. Young people want an adventure. Why the hell do you think they're so concerned with saving the planet? That's such a key point, too. Young people want to save something. Saving the planet is good. That's because they're told they don't need to save their souls. The adventure. Which Pope Francis seems to be on about constantly when he should be saving souls. That's how you save the planet, not by worshipping Gaia. Do you think Pope Francis puts the emphasis in the wrong places sometimes? Well, I gave you that example. (laughs) I don't see for the life of me, what the Catholic Church has to do with climate crisis. Just the formulation. Boom. I mean, this is Dr. Jordan Peterson at his best. And I'm glad that he is entering into the realm of religion, scripture. I know people might say, well, you know, he's not a Bible scholar. He's not an Old Testament scholar whatever. Uh, He is a man, I think, of general goodwill, and he is reasonable. He is somewhat philosophical. And I think, honestly, he probably is put off by Catholicism in our time because of its effeminacy, because of its perceived weakness. You know, in the season of Lent, it's a time of penance, fasting, hardship, suffering, which is all self-inflicted to the glory of God. When you don't eat for 24 hours, your soul is telling your body, I'm in control here. The flesh is willing, sorry, the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. We have to put the flesh under the domination of the soul. And it's a reminder of the message of Christ. I want to read, this is today's gospel reading in the, in, the, in the traditional Latin Mass. It's from John chapter 8. This is some powerful teaching from Jesus Christ, and this is not the kind of preaching or teaching that you usually hear from a wishy-washy Vatican II, kumbaya, 1960s preacher who's essentially giving you the bullet points on a Hallmark greeting card. If you read the four canonical gospels, you encounter the Lord Jesus Christ, who is the Logos. He is that which 
everything is created through, that by which everything is sustained. It's the principle of organization and beauty in the world. He is the logos. He is not the chaos. And he's also firm, as you would expect the logos to be, tough. Here is what our Lord Jesus Christ said in in John chapter 8. And notice that the Jews believe that our Lord Jesus Christ is suicidal. The Jews are making a psychological evaluation of Jesus Christ, and they determine that Jesus is suicidal. And our Lord Jesus Christ comes back hard. Here's what he says. Tell me if this reminds you of typical sermons that you hear on a Sunday morning in your normal run-of-the-mill Novus Ordo Parish. The Holy Gospel of our Lord according to St. John chapter 8. Again, therefore, Jesus said to them, I go and you shall seek me and you shall die in your sin. Whither I go, you cannot come. That's an interesting hook at the beginning. I'm going somewhere. You can't go there. You're going to die in your sin. Yeah, but Taylor, like Jesus loved everyone and wanted everyone to be in heaven. Yes, he wants everyone to be in heaven, but he wants everyone to be in heaven through repentance, faith, discipleship, a transformation of the will, a renewing of the mind, as St. Paul says. So our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, says, yeah, I'm going somewhere. You can't go. You're going to die in your sin. Yeah, but Taylor, everyone goes to heaven. No, not according to Jesus, who's the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through him. Verse 22. The Jews, therefore, said, will he kill himself? Because he said, whither I go, you cannot come. See, the Jews just think, well, I'm Jewish, so I de facto, I automatically get to go to heaven. And our Lord and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ says, no, you go to heaven because you are in conformity with the will of God on earth as it is in heaven. You are united to the high priest, the God-man, Jesus Christ, who dies on the cross, rises on the third day, defeats sin and death, and you are called to take up your cross and enter into that mystery. The Jews are like, well, we get to go, we're Jews. And he's like, no, you'll die in your sin. Verse 23, and he said to them, you are from beneath, I am from above. You are of this world, I am not of this world. See, Jesus is not just a rabbi. He's not just a teacher. He's not just a moral leader. He's not just a motivator, one who inspires us to just be okay with ourselves. He is from above. He is God. He is the Son of God, the Logos. Verse 24, Therefore I said to you that you shall die in your sins, for, I, for if you believe not that I am he, you shall die in your sin. What happens when you die in your sin? You go to hell. Yeah, but Taylor, von Balthasar said that we should dare to hope to all men to be Well, that's Balthasar. I'm going with Jesus Christ. Yeah, but Bishop Barron, I don't care about dare we hope theology conditional universalism, hypothetical universalism makes you feel good. You know what You know what that Balthazar stuff does? It makes you not go to confession. Because if atheists are going to heaven just for having a good sentiment, why on earth would you need to go and bear your soul to a priest and receive sacramental absolution? Why would you need to kneel for an hour 
at the blessed sacrifice of the mass to receive Holy Communion. Take up your cross and follow me. That's, you know, Dr. Peterson has it right, as I showed at the beginning of the show. Paradise is blocked off by cherubs with fiery swords. As he says, it's hard to get in the club, man. Let's play that part again. Here you go. Challenging people. Definitely not, not enough, not by any stretch of the imagination. The gateway to paradise is barred by the cherubs who have swords that flame and turn every which way. Well, what does that mean? It means it's hard to get into the club, man. Man. That's what our Lord Jesus Christ is teaching in John 8. It's hard to get into the club, man. Especially if you're a Pharisee and you trust in your own righteousness and you think because of a certain ethnicity that your DNA comes from Abraham, that you have a special past. And there are people today, dispensational evangelicals, who believe that there are certain people that have Jewish DNA, and because they have Jewish DNA, God is going to forgive their sins and take them to heaven no matter what, because they have certain DNA. It's wrong. Verse 25, they said, to them, they, they said, therefore, to him, who art thou? Jesus said to them, the beginning, who also speak unto you. See, he's the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, the creator and the judge. They don't accept that. My kids the other day said, hey, Dad, do Jewish people think Jesus is like a good prophet? I said, no. The Talmud teaches that our Lord is in Hades boiling an excrement. He's in Gehenna boiling an excrement. This is why you'll hear Jewish people take the name of Jesus in vain all the time over and over. They don't, it's kind of like going to a Christian saying, you think Muhammad's kind of a good prophet, right? And I'm like, no, we don't think Muhammad's a good prophet at all. And those that follow the Talmud do not believe that Jesus is a good prophet. Remember Ben Shapiro, I think when he was on um, Joe Rogan, he called him a failed revolutionary. They do not have high esteem for him. Verse 26 Jesus says, many things I have to speak and to judge of you, but he that have sent me is true, and the things I have heard of him, these same I speak in the world. You see, Jesus came as the Logos, as the Word, to bring the icon of the Father, to bring the voice of the Father. In the beginning, the Lord God spoke, and it was the Word of God, let there be light, let there be waters, separate the waters. Third day, let there be land. Let the land produce herbs and plants. Fourth day, let there be sun, moon, stars to keep time and season. Fifth day, let there be fishes and birds in the sky. Sixth day, let there be beasts on the earth and man in our image. And behold, it was very good. All of that goodness is created by the word of the Father, the Logos, the Son of God. And Christ came in the flesh as a man. He assumed human nature in order to perfectly re reveal the Father to us. And that wasn't enough. He also died on the cross for our sins. Blood atonement. See, liberals hate that. They just want it to be like Jesus came and gave hugs. No, no. 
the price of sin is death. Blood atonement. Human sacrifice. Catholics believe in human sacrifices? We believe in one human sacrifice, the sacrifice of the God-man, Son of God, Son of Man. Verse 27, And they understood not that he called God his Father. Verse 28, Jesus therefore said to them, When you shall have lifted up the Son of Man, then you shall know that I am he, and that I do nothing of myself, but as the Father have taught me, these things I speak. And he that sent me is with me, and he hath not left me alone, for I do always the things that please him. Jordan Peterson, it's hard to get into the club, man. How do you enter into the kingdom of God? Water and spirit. Sacramental baptism, you enter into the church, you enter into fellowship with all the believers, with all those who are baptized, and you are in, you are in communion with them. Those on earth, those in purgatory, those in heaven. Yeah, but Taylor, some of them are bad. Yeah. There is wheat and tares. There is wheat and cockle. And until the end of age, they will be blended. This is what a lot of people don't understand. They see, they see Joe Biden. They say, That's Catholic. he's Catholic? What? I don't want to be Catholic. There are wheat and tares. There is infiltration. Infiltration. In the Catholic Church. Jesus said there would be wolves in sheep's clothing. There would be weeds among you. That doesn't mean his message is false. It doesn't mean he is false. It doesn't mean the sacraments are invalid. Yeah, but there's like a bad pope. The Catholic Church is true. Always. Because God is true. Yesterday, today, and forever. I'll be making some more, a little controversial today. I'll be making some more controversial videos and not everything I can put on this platform, as you might understand. So what I'm doing is inviting people to go to my website, taylormarshall.com, taylormarshall.com, and sign up for my newsletter. And I, I send out a newsletter just once a week, and you'll get videos and other content that I cannot release on the main social platform. So that's a great place to get directly connected and get some of the stuff that you might miss if you're watching on YouTube. So go to taylormarshall.com. I'll also send you a free PDF version of my book, Thomas Aquinas in 50 Pages, just to get you into St. Thomas Aquinas and some other cool stuff will be coming your way. So go to taylormarshall.com, sign up for my newsletter. It goes out every week. And also remember that if you're still alive, you're still breathing, God has a plan for you. God is willing to give you grace. He is willing to redeem you. He's willing to make you a saint. So you still have a purpose. He still loves you. And he's called you to be the light of the world and the salt of the earth. So go out there and be salty. God bless. Godspeed. Thanks to everybody who supports me on Patreon. I appreciate you. Also, if you want to sign up for winter enrollment, it's almost over. You can do so at NSTI.com. That's where I teach online courses, NSTI.com. It's the new St. Thomas Institute. Really encourage you to get into the Bible course, particularly the New Testament. You can get it that and all 10 courses right now at NSTI.com. I will be your teacher, your professor, your helper as we tackle these difficult, exciting Catholic teachings that are 2,000 years old. God bless and 
Godspeed.